It's the end. But the moment has been prepared for. Welcome, everybody, to the Turnover Podcast. I'm RJ. I'm Chris. And this is the hiatus episode, which, unfortunately, we have some uh, some sad news today. We have to be taking a As short... As we go on, no. we remember... No. My brother, actually, for some reason, was wondering what a vitamin... The certain vitamin... The other vitamin C song that's not graduation. Oh, right. What, what is that one? I don't know. He was like, I don't even know that that was the name of the group that did it. I just, yeah, there was like another another song that he was like singing one day, and I'm like, wait, isn't that vitamin C? But anyway, I will be taking a uh, extended leave from the Turnover Podcast to address some private, personal. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going <laughs> going on a trip for work. Yeah, so I'm gonna be gone for three weeks. He's gonna be in New Jersey. He's gonna be he's he's gonna be in the in the armpit of America. I was lied to. I was told Philadelphia, but I'm flying to Philadelphia, but getting Ubered out to New Jersey. Ha ha. You know what's weird though about this area? So I was looking at the hotel amenities, and it's like language is spoken, and you know it's typically like English, Spanish, right? Yeah. So it's English, Spanish, Filipino. I'm like, Ooh. where am I going? Wow. I'm gonna walk in there. It's gonna be like my relatives and be like, oh hey. This is weird. <laughs> They're all going to work in the hotel. It'll, it'll feel like I'm just at home again. Right, right, right. I'll be like, oh, pick this. Can you, can you take my dishes? Can you take my dirty clothes? Yes. Are are you uh, are you well-versed in Filipino? I am. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I, I, okay. I, I thought you, you were, but I just want to make, yeah. Yeah, that should be okay. I just, I remember being at one of your family gatherings one time and a couple of your relatives were talking, were standing there talking, speaking in Filipino, and then you were, t- you sold to me, yeah, they're talking about Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what are they saying about him? <laughs> so to correct any of you political, whatever, correctness, keyboard warriors, I know it's not actually Filipino. I know the language is Tagalog. Shut up. Oh, I, I didn't know that. So that's, that's good for me to learn you yes. learned yay but anyway you live you learn you love you i'm not gonna do alanis morissette oh. i was I, I was almost going into scott Stapp there scott and i will Stapp, not yeah. i will not betray the uh the, you know the, the uh love of my life alanis morissette who's you know not really the love of my life but she's also god she is God, yes. In in that really good movie, Dogma. No, I I just she's one of these people that I mean I'm I'm a huge fan of her music, but I look at clips from from back in the day of her in the '90s and hearing her do interviews and whatnot. It was just like she's like this Canadian hippie chick who's really philosophical and she makes this awesome, you know, poppy angry music. And I'm just like I would have fallen hard for this chick, and then she would have dumped me, and I never would have gotten over it. <laughs> That's just how it would have gone. <laughs> It just, it would have been, I just never would have been able to recover from it. No, you would have probably started your own band and gotten big in the 90s. Hey, that's Windows. That is Windows. That must be me. You must It's a Windows Store update. Fuck that. I was going to say, it sounds like a Windows update. (laughs) This segment brought to you by Microsoft. It's getting angry that it's sitting right next to your Mac. Probably. Yes. (laughs) And then we've got thunder in the background. Yeah, it's, this weather's been crazy. So it is basically, uh, how could we describe it? desert-like conditions oh yeah we we've had this is it's like a rainforest yeah it's been like 100 degrees and then it rains and then it goes back to 100 degrees yeah it's it's been really nasty i've i've been have i was out in this for a while i had to go to uh 
I had to get the bat. I got to get a new battery in my in my car today. Oh, really? Yeah, but it was it was under warranty, so it was just I had to pay for labor. That was okay. All nice. Oh, you can hear more of the thunder. Thunder. I don't know why I suddenly went to like sultry, <laughs> sultry radio voice. Feel like, the thunder. Hello, ladies. You're not Val Venus. <laughs> hello, ladies. Saxophone. <laughs> You know what's weird though? It is still August, yet guess what I'm drinking? You're drinking. Well, that's a uh, that's a cold brew coffee, isn't it? Mm, somewhere in that area. It's it's a drink that should be reserved for the fall. I am unleashing my basic white girl. I'm 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 not fall. I'm not up on this. What what is it? PSL man. PSL. PSL. Okay. Okay. Pumpkin. Spice. Oh yes, latte. yes. Okay, of course. No, it's it's fine. You know, I I've I'm addicted to cinnamon things, cinnamon altoids, whatever. And I know that's like traditionally for us, that's a a fall thing. That's a that's a Thanksgiving, a Christmas thing. But I'm it's just like a year round thing for me. And I think it reminds me of sort of you know around my birthday and and happy times and stuff like that. So maybe that's maybe that's part of it. It's a it's a memory yeah. thing. Yeah, no, the funny thing is people are outraged about this pumpkin spice latte being available already because it's only August. No, oh, who cares? <laughs> I care because this is technically an abomination. Like, this is something I would sip if it's like a cool autumn night or day, mm-hmm. watching the leaves fall, not 100 degrees outside and I'm sweating my ass off and everything. Right, right. But we go from one very, very hot temperatured area to the desert yes especially this desert contains quote unquote dare i say big old women but they don't they honestly don't that's not my opinion yes it's charles barkley it's his fault he yelled in the beginning of this episode we're not paying you chuck <laughs> you're not getting royalties for this i'm sorry i have so manu ginobili announced his retirement yesterday ginobili <clears throat> and i i there's some questions i was thinking of so obviously he's, I mean, a huge part of, of, uh, you know, Euro players coming into the, into the league. Yep. I mean, and, uh, I mean him and he was a second round pick, right? I believe so. Yeah. He was, he wasn't really scouted. I don't think he was kind of one of those, oh, maybe he'll develop into a great bench player. We'll yeah, see what happens. And he became this tenacious force. He caught a bat with his bare hands. Yes. <laughs> He is the only player to grow tring rings around his head as his hair disappeared <laughs> to show his age. Now, is he a guy that if he wasn't on the Spurs, let's say you take him to a team where he's the centerpiece, do you think he would have done good in that role or do you think he was he landed in the perfect situation for him? I don't see him being a superstar on any other team. Yeah. To be you honest. don't you don't think he, he there was another gear for him to go to? He was and this is not to disrespect him, but he was one of the perfect six men to come off the bench. Yeah, him. He it's like him and uh, Jamal Crawford. Was yeah, well, I was example. trying to think. Uh, James Worthy never. He wasn't off the bench, was he? Maybe later on in his career. Okay, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of someone else. But yeah, uh, Jamal Crawford, Lamar Odom, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, no, he's one of the perfect six men. It's kind of touching because. Um, I think other than the Steve Nash jerseys I have, the next non-Steve Nash jersey I bought was a Ginobili. 
Uh, that's surprising considering the rivalry. Well, this was because of uh, the finals that year was Cleveland-San Antonio. Oh, yeah. And my friends and I were all just like, we really just wanted to shut down the LeBron bandwagon. Right. So it's great. I was like, it was like uh, middle school, I think, for me. Some of my other friends were a little younger. And someone's little brother, who was probably like maybe seven or eight, the smallest one was wearing a Tim Duncan jersey. <laughs> then my friend got the Tony Parker, and then I had the Ginobili. Yeah, yeah. Like, big three. Yes. That that. How hard was that after that devastating loss in the Western Con- Conference Finals? Well, at that point, I realized I'm like, I don't hate the Spurs. I just hate Bruce Bowen. Yeah. No, he's he's a hateable guy. And somewhat Robert Horry, but mm, depends on which version you're looking at. Right. 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 Because there's a version of Robert Horry that everybody hates. <laughs> you can hate the Lakers version, the Rockets version. Yes. I, we're, oh, sorry. Go ahead. He's the original ring chaser. He not, is. Not LeBron. But yeah. He's, uh, well, he was just smart. He knew what team to go to at the, the exact time. And it was perfect, too, because he knew not to become a superstar so he wouldn't be scrutinized for it. He knew to just stay a role player so he could just hop from team to team. Wish he'd been on, he would have been really good on the, uh, on the 96 Bulls. That would have been a scary addition to I that mean, team. I mean, we would have just had another dead-eye shooter. It would have been – he would have been a great addition. Just the toughness. Him and Rodman. So if he he was on those – think if he think if he he was that <laughs> fortuitous to be on those two Rockets teams. And then jump and over to the jump Bulls Jump over to the Bulls and then jump to the Spurs and then the Lakers. Oh, I mean, my God. I, he, people would be going to – free agents to this day would go to him and be like, where should I go? Uh, I think you should go to the Pistons. <laughs> So for him to do that, how many how many rings would he have? He'd like, have ten because he ended up with seven, so he had three more. Oh my god! He'd have ten rings. Oh my god! He would he would be able to he'd be the only player in the modern day NBA to catch Bill Russell. Yes. Just get close. Oh, he'd get close. Yeah, Bill Russell had eleven. He probably would have stuck around another year or so to match Russell. Probably. And he probably would have just been like, okay, who's winning next? He probably would have went back to like the Spurs when they were on that like hot and cold like. Every other year was a championship. Yeah, type of year. yeah, yeah. He'd be like, "Yeah, let's go back to San Antonio." Oh, imagine, imagine. Oh, the, the, oh my God. <laughs> okay, so he does the two with the Rockets, the three with the Bulls, and then the ones with the Spurs and the Light and the Lakers. Yeah. Think if he went to Boston in '08 and got that last ring right oh. in front of Bill Russell and sho- shoved it in his face. Well, Bill Russell just done this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like it's kind of different because it's like you didn't lead all these teams to the championship, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just bandwagoned the, the back. Dude, Bill Russell, I feel like, what is he? Is he got like the Fountain of Youth or something? He's He's still around. He's yeah. like 84 years old or something. He's probably one of the only, if not the only, NBA player to be broadcast in black and white and still be around. Yeah. No, I mean, Jerry West. Shh. We don't talk about Jerry West. Why? Because he's an executive now. He's fancy. Well, he's one of the great players and minds of all time. He's the logo he's the logo i you know people say they want to change the 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 logo to to michael jordan's likeness i don't agree with that no because he would just charge double for it. he would charge double for it and he's everywhere he's got a shoe brand he's got this and that let's let's let jerry west have this and plus i can't well i guess there are other players you could pick but i think we got let jerry west have have this you know imagine if they switch it to lebron 
as oh, there'd he be takes so much hate. as he takes a sip. <laughs> yeah, the logo is now like LeBron with his arms extended. And oh, his it's, it's the We Are Witness thing. Yeah, it's the We Are. That's the new NBA logo. It's such a pain in the ass to like put anywhere, just just for that. He'd be such a heel. I'm trying to think of, well, I'm trying to think of a wrestler to compare him to now. That'd John be, Cena. Well, that'd be beyond Roman Reigns heat. John Cena. Yeah, no, it would be. Well, you know, I I mean I like John Cena, but what i mean not he's well, not like my i no, i respect him and i i get it. I, if i rip that jeff buckley poster off the wall am i expected to see a john cena poster no <laughs> what about that one is there gonna be a hustle loyalty respect no poster? <laughs> no I, i'm not i'm not particularly a fan of his gimmick i'm a fan of his his work his work ethic uh, i think he's uh, i think he's a decent promo and when it comes down to the big matches he delivers that's why i'm a fan of him i think he's a really solid company guy that never that uh, never mails it in. That's why I respect him. So I, I do. I have. I, I respect his loyalty, his hustle, and his respect. <laughs> I and I said it out of order just to be funny. That's oh man. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. He's not like my. I'm not. I'm not saying he's Kenta Kobashi or something oh my like God. that. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate John Cena for the sake of hating him. I'm just at at this time. I'm like maybe a stubborn old school fan that's like. I liked it better when you were imitation Marky Mark. Oh right, yeah, he was. <laughs> that's what he was in the beginning. I mean, it's it, just a. <laughs> I I I don't have my falsetto today. I can't do it. Speaking of Marky Mark, it's just man. a good vibration. The Scott Stapp's post. It's just a sweet sensation. I'm sounding more like uh, Axl Rose's low voice. Oh my god! And they bust <laughs> into the high one. <laughs> and it's like. It's just a good vibration. It's just a sweet sensation. I want to see this happen now. Guns N' Roses <laughs> covering good vibration. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I mean, Axel would do it. No, he 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 would, especially if money was involved. He'd just hop on the piano and take care of that himself. Yeah. Now I have... It's so easy, easy <laughs> when everybody's trying to please me, baby. I can't help but associate um, Scott Weiland with that song now because I like his version better than Axel. Oh, did they do that? Uh, there's a Velvet, Velvet Revolver. Revolver did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Velvet Revolver. I'm sure he did that well, yeah. There was a period where Velvet Revolver decided, you know what? Let's play a bunch of Guns N' Roses songs yes. just for the hell of it. And they probably did... Uh, some stp stuff too i'm guessing i think they did like two yeah <laughs> that's how i felt bad for scott because i could tell he wanted to kind of bust into it but it just didn't fit like slash's guitar playing they covered uh interstate love song mm-hmm. i can't i can't i can't imagine slash it doesn't have i don't think he has the right set of chops to do something like that it was very he probably used a pick on everything and yes. i think that's i i think that's a finger that that's finger picked yeah that will the craziest thing too no it isn't never mind i'm sorry uh, i I don't have a guitar in my hand keep going (laughs) craziest thing though slash was not using a les paul for that he actually ended up using a 355 wow and and i'm pretty sure um it's a les paul with p90s that they used to record it slash's mind is like what (laughs) in his in his head i'm so i'm serious i i saw a dude because i was looking at buying a, a gnl asat jr which is just like a, a telecaster with p90s mm-hmm. and for those of those of you who aren't guitar heads listening to this p90s are kind of like well if you don't know 
pickups either. You're not going to know this, but it's kind of like the in-between sound of a single coil on a humbucker. It's just like a, a fat single coil sound. But uh, yeah, I saw a dude playing a GNL with P90s playing along to this, and it sounded just like dead-on identical. So nice. I'm, I'm convinced that Dean DeLeo or whoever that guy is. I was, think that's Dean. Yeah. I, don't I know think the other brother's name. I'm convinced he was playing a Les Paul with P90s. So. Yeah. Listen to that thunder. Man, I really hope my car windows are closed. Yeah, well, that's why I had you park in the driveway, because I didn't want the water coming up to the curb of your car. Thank you. Appreciate yes. that. Stone Temple Pilots. I still think... you. Oh yeah, you weren't there the other night when I was talking about this. I was... um. I th- wait. How is their new stuff with the with the new singer? It so live. He sounds dead on like Scott Weiland, and not in a bad way. It's actually pretty scary. What about the new like songs? The new songs, um, I mean they're not bad. I'm not like for me, I don't hate them, but I don't like. I wouldn't go to them first. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I w- I don't mind the new singer singing classic Stone Temple Pilot stuff because he. As much as people say he's trying to be an imitation Scott Weiland, he just has the right voice for it again. Kind of like William Duvall with Alison Shane. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just like that, where it's like, yeah, of course, it's obviously not going to replace the original, but it's just way more fitting compared to, unfortunately, Chester Bennington. Right. <laughs> Which, oh man, did you see that really depressing video that Mike Shinoda posted? What was it? I don't want to watch it right now. I'm in a good mood. Okay. <laughs> no, so he was performing in London, or in the UK, I believe, and he was doing, like, I guess you could call it an acoustic? or some An version? acoustic rap show? <laughs> sort of. I mean, he was playing in the end, the piano part only. Yeah. But he would rap it, but he had the, the crowd sing Chester's part. Hmm. It was very emotional. That's and That sounds touching. emotional, yeah. Yeah. I was like... That's Damn. like, what if Linkin Park did a whole tour where they had the crowd sing every song? <laughs> that would be really... Yeah, I, I'm not into that. That's like a... That'd be too emotional. That'd be and like also, going to a funeral every single night. Yeah, exactly. And it'd be like you're you're making your fans pay and then work for free. Yeah. Which... Oh, the thunder. Yes. Chester does not approve. No. <laughs> He's probably like, damn it, guys. Shut up. I wanted to say about Stone Temple Pilots. I had an idea for that band. And this is if I was if I was in a band in a in a very successful known band that had been around for you know fifteen twenty years that had a lot of hits mm. and my singer died and I and we thought as a band we still have something left in the tank we should continue on my first thought is let's not get somebody that's exactly like him uh, we should find somebody who's completely different so they are not compared right. to that guy. My idea for them was, <clears throat> and I, and I, I got the idea from watching when Jimmy Kimmel, and I'm not saying this person particularly, but I got the idea when Jimmy Kimmel had those like ironic pairings, and he had Joss Stone Temple Pilots. Oh yeah. So I heard Joss Stone, but she's not the one that comes to mind for me. Pink is the one that came to mind, mm-hmm. because I've heard her sing rock songs, I've heard her sing Zeppelin, and I've heard her sing Janis Joplin and all this stuff, and she has this amazing range and i'm not really a fan of her her music per se it's just not my i'm i love i like pop music but i'm just not really into her music but um <clears throat> i was just thinking i want to hear her sing interstate love song 
I want to hear her sing that stuff. And I'm just, I was just like, that would be, she would, that would be somebody you could put in that band that nobody would compare to Scott Weiland because she's completely, I mean, different gender, <laughs> different yeah. voice, you know? You know, what's actually interesting too. Fergie can sing rock pretty well. I've heard that. Yeah. She was on Slash's solo album and she performed with him at halftime at the Super Bowl. Are you saying she should replace Axel? No, not, <laughs> not by any means, especially not after her uh, interesting rendition of the national anthem. Oh, God, that was the, uh, yeah, that was the NBA All-Star game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah, we uh, I we were watching that in my house, and we had it on, and my mom was in the other room, and she was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I I was, like, watching it on my computer. And then, like, I thought I'd accidentally clicked on a meme video on Twitter. Like, so I was like, this this isn't the real audio. Yeah, yeah. I had to, like, double check. I'm like, nope, that's... Your dad walks by, RJ, are you watching porn? Oh, God. <laughs> no, she was, trying, she was trying to do this really sexy version of it, and it just wasn't appropriate. It was... You know what's funny, though, after that? Day after, I think it was, like, ESPN pulled up interesting renditions of the National Anthem, and they compared it to, like, Marvin Gaye's rendition. Right. And I'm like... You, you can't do that because Marvin Gaye's was actually good. Yeah, that's one of the great voices in American music history. And also, he did do one where they used that performance and then his daughter actually sang along with that video for yeah. another, um, was it another All-Star game, I think? Oh, I saw that, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. That's the future of music right there, I think. I, man, I'm I, now I'm thinking about kevin hart's whole whole deal before the all-star game where he it was like that 20 minute theater piece whatever shit he did <laughs> I, don't well, I don't even know if that was his thing i don't even know if he wrote it i think he just they just he he got there and he t- they told him what to do <laughs> whoever put that shit together never again never again you're fired forever i just stop anytime i see the words kevin hart and nba together i'm just like all right ch- switch channel yeah, it's just not a, you know, on in, on paper, it looks great, but it just doesn't work out. Well, I think it just it just kind of got old. Like, what is he, like a four-time celebrity MVP now or yeah, something? Yeah, he should be retired. It's like, it's cool and all, but, you know, make Justin Timberlake the MVP one year. Right. <laughs> or something. Oh, so I, that got me thinking. So is there any more news about this uh, Katie Nolan late night show? I have not seen anything yet. I'm excited. I'm curious to know what it entails. I really hope it's not like knowing ESPN. They're just gonna be like, "Hey, you know that show Garbage Time? And you know that other show you did on that other network that we're not gonna mention? Yeah, do that, do that, but but later well, at night." Well, after- if it's uh, if it's a uh, an improvement on Garbage Time, if they if it's a little more expansive and free flowing, I'd be okay with that. I think they just have to let Wait. her not hold back, and she's fine. Maybe it'll be like a more talk show-ish thing where she's at a desk. Might be good, but I actually like when she does sideline reporting or like she goes on location to do stuff. I liked when she did skits. Yeah. Because she's really good at that. Mm -hmm. Like the whole, uh, the skit where she did where she ran the mile and would chug a beer. That Mm -hmm. was awesome. Oh, man. Stuff like that. I don't know. Speculating. Yes. This, uh, I think we should talk about the big show coming up this Saturday. I thought you were going to say we should talk about the big show. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? 
It's the big show. We're going back to it's Scott's It's the big bad show tonight, dog. Burn. If he ever comes back for a special appearance, it should be like Nickelback or Creed playing his theme. I was I was trying to do Hetfield. Oh God. No, not that's, Metallica. Not that's, Metallica. That's the guy. No, that should be like Low Air Metallica. <laughs> Low Air Metallica. That, that's 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 who could do the Big Show's theme. It's the Big Show. No, you're you're doing like Bleeding Me, Mama said shit there. I'm I'm talking like King Nothing, two by four, like. Oh well, it's the Big Show. Boom 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 boom. Yeah. Ooh. What a burn. Just, 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 just a ton of yes and a ton of oohs every Ooh. time he walks down. To, to, yeah. Do you think he regrets all those mannerisms now, James Hetfield? Well, there was a uh, what was it? That one ceremony that they, that paid tribute to Metallica and uh, the comedian Jim. Is it Jim? Oh my! Br- God. I was just thinking about that. That was the man. That was a horrible show. That it was either it was VH1 or MTV Icons. Yeah, and well, they just had all current people doing their, which some of it wasn't bad, like, but I, the the one that on paper I was really excited for was Snoop Dogg doing Sad but True. Oh no! And it was just it was terrible. No. It was terrible. No. Um, they and then actually the the uh, we talked about Fuel. Avril Lavigne did that. <laughs> and I don't oh, think it was man. the worst performance of the night, though. I think that 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 snoop dog thing took it but i i honestly had to push that into the back of my mind <laughs> to never remember it ever again yeah. except for the comedian oh jim, it was jim norton yeah or yeah and his impression was like spot on he was like yeah or jim james. no jim brewer it was yeah, jim, jim brewer. brewer sorry yeah and his, his impression of james hatfield was like spot on he's like yeah yeah and he did he did he did a really good job and then they cut the camera like during the commercial to james and he goes i don't really sound like that do i <laughs> yeah well i guess i do <laughs> and i'm like yep he has become self-aware and um what was it i think it was uh corn did one <laughs> and that aside from the vocals it was all right because it was cool hearing that really like insanely low bass on that song the song finally has bass <laughs> I, know, I know right um why are we recapping this? That was horrible. That show was horrible. That was a horrible era for MTV and V. No wonder they're dead now. We they're some horrible, horrible programming back then. Well, did you hear that MTV was trying to get rid of like the music part in their name? They were they just going to be media television or something? Yeah, they were trying to like change it to something I, like that. I heard that. that they yeah that I heard they were trying to do that. I mean, it's really weird because things like the VMAs don't exactly need to be televised anymore. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, they don't have much to do with the actual programming that happens on MTV. Yeah. Man, I remember, it makes me feel so old now. I remember a rock video block that happened at midnight back in the early 2000s that was hosted by the the brothers in Good Charlotte. Oh, my God. It's like, someday I'm going to tell my kids that. and like, Dad, you're old. And oh. I'm like, yeah. That's like, it feels, I mean, that was 15 years ago maybe a little more and it feels like an entire different lifetime no they're gonna Things be like dad so much dad what's good charlotte yeah they're all good yeah good charlotte yeah they, they won't even know i don't i mean there's which, people, is, which is okay there's people that don't even know like what who alkaline trio are anymore right or the the best one's gonna be when we're old <clears throat> dad what's ska <laughs> <laughs> trying to explain <laughs> that to your <laughs> children 
Well, we can just pick up a guitar and just do dun it That's ska. No, but you need you need to have the whole thing. You can't just have the guitar. Wait, okay. Can I can I use like Sublime or maybe the song Time Bomb by Rancid as a ska reference? Oh, I was uh, what you got? What was the reference going to be? No, I no not. I just can I play them one of those songs? Do I have to dive deep into actual? You have to play Goldfinger. I don't really know a lot of Goldfinger. Or you have to play the Mighty Mighty Boss tones. Okay. Well, I, you know what? That They have some... The songs they have in the Tony Hawk's soundtracks, I, I, I thought were pretty good. Yeah, that's basically it. That's basically Ska. They're not a bad show. band. So that's all you need to do for the next generation. Like, what's Ska? Here, play this game. What's yeah. Tony Hawk? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be... Dude, oh, I have this story about Tony Hawk, but I don't want to mention any real names because it's going to embarrass the shit out of them. But it's oh, someone people, we know. People we know. It's people we know. Okay, well, it, it, sorry, involves... Chris Merrill. No, it's not him. Okay. <laughs> it's not him. He, well, he, yeah, he knows it. He, he would know this stuff. But. So, oh, man, should I tell this story? It's kind of depressing, but at the same time, oh, it's like a mix of cringe, roller coaster emotion, and like, what the fuck? Tell the story, and then I'll, uh, I think in my head, I'll be able to guess who it is. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, <clears throat> it's two guys... We're going in line. They found out that Tony sounds Hawk like is, the, this sounds like the start of a joke. It's it, it does, but it's it, it actually ha- this actually happened. Okay, continue. So two guys went to see Tony Hawk because they heard there was an appearance going on. So they go and they wait in line. What year is this? Uh, let's say to protect identities. I'm going to assume early 2000s. Was this this wait this was this was when we were kids? Yeah, this was y- younger. Was this at uh, uh, Barnes and Noble, Borders, and Oak Park? I don't know the exact location. Because I was at, I was there. I didn't know any of you guys though, because I I lived in a different neighborhood. <laughs> this would have been creepy or eerie if you were here, but I don't know. <clears throat> I left early, by the way, because the line was insanely long. But <laughs> yeah, so they were in line, they're waiting, and as they get closer and closer, they started noticing something different or not different but like something very important about that line Mm -hmm. where it was a lot more i guess kids in wheelchairs kids with crutches kids kind of that looked sickly i've heard this story before (laughs) turns out they were in a line to meet tony hawk with a bunch of make-a-wish foundation kids i've heard this story yeah so they finally get to the front meet tony hawk shook his hand had to kind of that there's nothing wrong but they're just kind of like oh we saw you were going to be here awkwardness ensues bunch of probably cold staring parents looking at them as they leave the line they got to meet tony hawk but not for an appropriate reason i i know who these people are sorry i think these people they're the, the letters of their names start well maybe i won't even go there that's <laughs> not even it's not name names remember this is also very satirical and hypothetical podcast it's not real right right it's like whose line is it anyway the points don't matter yes the points are just like uh who's president four years ago right eight years ago sorry yes <laughs> doesn't matter or does it oh oh it does actually i don't know satiricalness okay. <laughs> So, um, which forgot. Yeah, let's talk about All In. Oh, I was going to transition to something else. Oh, really no, quick. go ahead. Go ahead. Speaking of presidents, he wasn't actually president, but on a serious note, we, we should honor the late John McCain. Yes. And thank him for his service. 
Yes. And also thank him for bringing us Laurie Markkinen. Yes. Oh, yeah. We I forgot about that. Yeah. So uh, it's not clickbait. It's not trying to be clickbaity or insensitive. So give me the give me the full scoop because I I didn't hear the whole story. So Laurie Markkinen basically tweeted um on Twitter uh, after John McCain's passing. He oh, said, "Oh, because he went to Arizona, right?" Okay. Yeah. So Markkinen uh, tweeted, "Thank you to John McCain," and he said, "Thank you for letting a kid from uh oh God, where's Markkinen from? Finland. Finland." So thank you for letting a kid from Finland get a visa to attend Arizona. Had it not been for John McCain, the Bulls would not have Laurie Markkinen. Arizona would not have had Laurie Markkinen. The finisher would not be here right now. No. Well, you 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 got to think that there was another state co- uh, state in college that would have let him in. Well, I think I think with McCain though, you need the you need that student visa before you can do anything. Oh, else. you're right, 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 right. And we're not we're not talking politics. Like we're not gonna look into what John McCain has done politically. Right. We're just we're just saying, you know From a basketball standpoint. Basketball standpoint, war hero, you know. You know Basketball okay. standpoint. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying he's a war hero. He's... Basketball is a war. Okay. It it, it it is in in a sense, yeah. Should I should I just should I just bust this out? I really want to now. Okay, go ahead. I just wanna say fuck it. Fuck it? Yeah. It it it's time. We had to retire one meme. We have to bring a new one in. Oh, boy. It's probably going to get us a lot of hate. It's probably going to get us a lot of criticism. But are you up for that challenge? I don't know what you're about to do, but okay. Really? <laughs> I, this Is this something we talked about? No, it's not. I could say anything right now. I could say it's the most profane, obnoxious, racist thing right now. And you would you would have been okay with that. But I'm not going to. Fuck, okay. <laughs> Just go ahead with what you're going to do. I don't know what's happening. I don't think that the Bulls are a great team. You want to look at a great basketball team? Look at the New York Knicks. Everything in New York's great. It's so great. Everything's huge. We have Porzingis. Porzingis is way better than Laurie Markkinen. I think that he's going to rebound. He rebounds so great. He rebounds so good. He shoots the ball. Who is this Markkinen? Finland? They don't allow, they don't allow immigrants in Finland. Wow. Yeah. You know, well, it's <laughs> that was so... I have things I want to say. I just there's so much going on in my head that I can't get it out. That's what Melania said last night. Oh god. <laughs> we went there. We yeah, went there, people. That's like really good Trump, but more of even more of you made him have more of a lisp. Uh I apologize for my Trump. <laughs> so uh here's the thing about that impression. It was really bad. As is this one? But uh, I had to learn that from uh, Dana Carvey because he does a really good Obama as well. I don't believe Porzingis is the right player for the Knicks. They need the great Jerry and Grant to lead that team to uh, another twenty-one. And 76 record. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss <laughs> Lewinsky. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the Knicks, they're, they're on a good track. Yeah. We're just going to turn into a bunch of president <laughs> impressions now. But. I, I, it's like, I don't know how you do a... I, don't, I could do a Bush, I guess. <laughs> the other one. Well, Mr. Gorbachev, you should take the Brooklyn Nets and get them back and bring back Andre Karolinko. <laughs> Dude, the Nets are 
Sorry, the Nets are still going to be straight up garbage. They got a while to go. <laughs> I may have a connection though really? in Brooklyn, so I may be able to crash in Brooklyn and then go to a Nets game and watch the Bulls kick the crap out of the Nets. Yeah. You know how cheap it is actually to go see the Nets. So, my brother and I want to go to a uh, Bulls game, but sit courtside, right? Yeah. Sixteen hundred bucks for two tickets. Wow. With that money, you could take a flight to New York City, stay at a hotel, get a day's worth of meals, buy Nets tickets, and you'd still be at least three hundred under. Wow. That price. Yep. So this is, we're not talking courtside seats, we're talking... I mean, you could probably do the Charles Barkley thing with the Phoenix Suns. You sit up top, by the cheap seats, <laughs> start up there, and by the end of the game, you're already sitting courtside anyway. It's like, what about jalapenos on the nachos? Oh, they're pickles. <laughs> oh, they're straight. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen... You pull up right to the... Uh, parking's great, you pull right up to the... Have you ever arena. seen the video of DeAndre Jordan reading the Space Jam script as Charles Barkley? No. Oh man, you gotta watch that. I'll, I'll I'll have to watch that. He actually does a pretty good Charles Barkley impression. I saw the two of them on an episode of Modern Modern Family recently. Oh yeah, yeah it so. was it was from several years ago, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> there was like two two uh, like YMCA leagues of like it was just like grown men playing, but DeAndre was coaching one team and Charles was coaching the other. Oh my god, it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, and um. <clears throat> So if you're familiar with the characters, it, it was coming down to one free throw to win the game, and Phil Dunphy's at the line, and as he's about to shoot, the power goes out, and they decide to throw the game, and Claire, Phil's wife, it's like, it's going to haunt him forever. He's never going to know if he was able to make that shot. Oh, <laughs> man. You know what I saw recently was a commercial. I forgot what it was for, but it's Shaq as a middle school kid. Might have seen this. He's basically dressed up like a middle school kid, and he's sitting around all these little kids, and they're playing, like, dodgeball and stuff. He's right. going through class. And all I'm thinking, I'm like, this is Zion Williamson. <laughs> it, it's like Zion Williamson, the commercial. Right, right. And have you seen any of his highlights yet? I've seen a little bit. Oh, my God. that He's good. He's like, oh, he's like if Shaq, if Shaq moved like LeBron, that's Zion Williamson. Well, the Bulls are making the playoffs this year, so. Uh, nope. Not if they tank again. Well, LeBron's out of the East. Well, how are we going to tank again? We, we're, I think we're better than we were. Oh, it's easy. Give the playing time f- to Felicio. <laughs> play Felicio, play Cameron Payne. Yes. Uh, who else? Isn't there someone else on our roster where we, like, totally fake? Fake Heinrich. Fake Heinrich, yeah. Let's just... We we just need to, some nagging injuries to Wendell Carter, market and done. Well, not Levine. nagging. I don't want them to be like miserable. No, but we could just say we could let's just, just make th- some shit up and sit them. That's what we should do. Just pull yeah, pull the Greg Popovich. Be like, oh, I don't feel like playing them. They're resting. Yeah, or whatever that excuse was. Hell, pull Popovich from the Spurs since there's nobody left, and bring him over to the Bulls. That would be wonderful. Cause oh, you know what though, Pop would still make, he would still work wonders with our bench probably would he would turn felicio into like david robinson (laughs) and i would be like what the hell that would be very interesting where did i put my coffee oh it's right right, fucking right there i'm losing it i'm going crazy 
This is the turnover after dark. <laughs> it's only 6 p.m. It, it's already freaking dark. Like, I was driving earlier, and there were people with their lights on already. Yeah. This weather, man. man. Daylight savings is going to kick in and all this other shit. And yeah. So we're switching gears, and it's helping my cousin move um, past couple days. And it was dumpster dive season for me. Found some interesting things. Sports-related, Crown Royal bag. With a Blackhawks logo on it. Mm. Unfortunately, no Crown Royal in the bag. Um, I have a machine gun filled with vodka. Wait, a, a legit machine gun. It's it's like a glass bottle shaped like a machine gun filled with vodka. So this isn't a 3D printer machine gun filled with vodka. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's actual size though. It's weird. Wow. So I'm like, what do I do with this? <laughs> do I drink it or do I just display it? Gotcha. And then also, sports related, the Magic Johnson Larry Bird book. That's it's I've read the intro to it. I believe it is called, and I'm pulling up the picture. When the game was ours, Larry Bird, Irvin Magic Johnson with Jackie McMullen. He's probably the ghostwriter. Yes. That's famous shot of someone boxing out someone. Magic boxing out Larry. Yes. I'd say that's the still to this day the best one-on-one rivalry in NBA history, right? I'd say so. I mean, nobody's come along. Jordan didn't have a clear rival. I think the closest, I mean, Durant is a rival to LeBron, but they don't have the, the history and they haven't faced each other as often as those two did. No, the beauty of Larry and Magic was is two distinctly different cities on the complete opposite side of the country two distinctly different personalities and two completely different playing styles both guys from the midwest too yeah oh that's right and uh i think somebody made a made a remark that that was like uh it's like it's the first time where the 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 black guy got to end up in los angeles and the white guy got stuck in boston or something like that it was um i forgot who said that but it was in the context it was pretty funny (laughs) man yeah good rivalry right there gave us a lot of classic moments and the other thing too was larry gave us well i don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing probably a good thing in the end larry gave us essentially the bad boy pistons oh right yeah and magic gave us the bad boy pistons (laughs) the Damn it. They both gave us the Pistons. Have you seen them, the clips of them playing on Team USA right out of college? Yes. They had amazing chemistry. They would have been amazing teammates. The passing game between the two of them was unreal. But it doesn't happen because you don't team up with the people that you want to beat. Well, here, here, there are two NBA what if scenarios here. Um, there's a chance that if the Celtics, if the Celtics had passed on Larry that year, uh, uh, the the Lakers might have taken him and stashed him. And then mm. we would have had Magic and Larry coming into the Lakers on the same team. And you would have had a threesome of Magic, Larry, and Kareem. Oof. And then the other the other what-if scenario is <clears throat> they tra- the uh, Rockets trade to Portland Ralph Sampson for Clyde Drexler and the second pick. Oh. And then you would have had Jordan, Drexler, and Hakeem. 
Think of those two teams facing each other in the Western Conference Finals. Magic, Larry, and Kareem versus Jordan, Drexler, and Hakeem. I mean, that's just as stacked as Warriors-Lakers is right now in that, 2018. Those would have been epic, epic battles. And I think the Lakers would have won the first couple showdowns until Jordan got his mojo fully, and then they would the Rockets would have started I think Jordan house. would have been too soft in the West. Yeah, I'm gonna make I that know. claim. I'm going to make that bold claim. He would right have been now. soft in the West because he wouldn't have had those Pistons to beat on him every year. That's true. Stuffing him up yep. because in the West they they played more like free flowingly. That's true. It was a lot more run and gun. It wasn't really there was defense, but the only real defense I can think of was in Seattle, and I guess Utah. Basically, teams that you don't think about today. <laughs> right. <laughs> But no, if it, if he if Jordan had never faced that team, well, he would have faced him in the finals, and they they would have they probably would have beat the Pistons because they were just so loaded. I don't know. I mean, well, maybe they wouldn't. I think he would have had an easier time with that team, though. I think Lambeer would have been able to break Hakeem mentally, though. I don't know. Kareem's a pretty tough, dude. No, Hakeem. Oh, Hakeem, Hakeem. No, yeah, that's what I meant. Hakeem was. He he was a pretty had a pretty fuck you attitude about things. Yeah, but at the same time, Lambier was able to get into a lot of people's heads that you normally would never see. It's like true. Crack, and then know. Isaiah would probably. Oh man, I could see Isaiah starting fist fights with both Jordan and Drexler. Yeah, well, no, Drexler would have been the one to to have broken to the, and I I think he faced him in the in the finals in 1990. So, yeah, they lost. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess we'll never know. We 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 uh we benefited from that not happening though obviously, right? Because then we'd be just stuck in more obscurity with uh, oh god, who would that team have even had? We wouldn't have even had a decent. Would pick. we have taken Sam Bowie? <laughs> oh my god, no! But no, in an alternate universe, watch Sam Bowie turn into like a scoring machine. Yeah, he's he gets he has like a hundred and one point game. Yeah. He's the next Wilt Walt Wilt. I almost said Wilt Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney? Nope. Wilt One Hundred? Yes. Which? Oh man! So did you hear about um, the the legend behind Kobe's eighty-one point game? Uh, the legend behind it was wasn't he having a bad day or something? Well, actually, it was um a couple. I think it was a couple games before that one, where Kobe had sixty. And he had the chance to score seventy, I believe, or no, he. I think he had the choice. He had the chance to score either sixty or seventy mm-hmm. to close out the game. Uh, Brian Shaw wanted Kobe to stay in. Kobe said no. Brian Shaw got pissed and was like, "You're never gonna have an opportunity like this ever again to score sixty or seventy points." <laughs> and Kobe was like, "Uh, I'll do it when I need to." Sure <laughs> enough, Jalen Rose, the unfortunate victim in Toronto. Yep, eighty-one points. Brings me back to that commercial too. Where what if Jalen Rose dies at 81? <laughs> oh my God! Don't even say that, dude. <laughs> I'm just. What? Oh my God. You know what? I'm just saying. I'm just. I. I'm. I'm a big Jalen Rose fan. I don't know why. I, I said that, but this got dark really quick. <laughs> I'm just saying that would be one of the big, biggest urban legends ever. That Kobe, could be a conspiracy at that point. Then Kobe. Look Kobe, like- Kobe hit 81 on Jalen Rose and cursed him. To, for that that's going to be your number that's that's where you go down basically jalen rose would have to 
Watch him like buy a house and it's worth like 81 million. Yes. Or he goes and gets like I guess it's 182. He goes to like a Blink 182 concert, but then somehow <laughs> they change their name to Blink 181. Yeah. Yes. And uh See that commercial though from a while back where Kobe was like sitting in the restaurant, Jalen Rose shows up and then the waiter's like, "Oh, hey Kobe." How many marts or how many olives do you want in your martini? Mm-hmm. It looks like straight at Jalen Rose and goes, "Oh, I want eighty-one." Yes, I have a, I have a. Tonight, Jalen Rose got scored on by Kobe Bryant, eighty-one points. Ever since then, Jalen Rose bought a house for eighty-one thousand for eighty-one million dollars. <laughs> In 2030, 40-something, Jalen Rose dies at the age of 81. Was he cursed on the on that fateful night? I'm fucking up now. It's like an unsolved mystery. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here, here, it's going to wrap around to the thing. Find out tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. Okay, we, we need to... We, we need to uh, we need I to, totally butchered that, but you get it. We, we need to uh, brighten up the mood of this podcast. Okay, again. well, let me talk about my wrestling. <laughs> okay, go for it. So, the, the, the biggest... I'm, I'm sorry, let's, let's, take, let's, let's take a minute. Uh, I'm sorry I took us down that road. Oh, we need a minute? Okay, well, I'm going to take you from that to... I don't know, some kind of retro thing. I'm feeling kind of retro. Here we go. Hi, I'm Casey Kasem. You're listening to America's Top 40. Tonight, we're going to be playing you the greatest hits of rock and roll. Here is Nickelback with their hit song, Photograph. I don't know why. I was like, Look at this graph. (laughs) It says 81. <laughs> oh, God. Look at this photograph. It says 81 on it. 81. Oh, that's what it should have been. Hi, I'm Casey Kasem. Tonight, we play you the greatest songs from 1981. Here is Van Halen. That was 1984, wasn't it? Well, no, they had they had a hit. It would probably be like And the Cradle Will Rock. That would have been their hit back then. Or Everybody Wants Some. Oh, yeah, that's right, because technically Van Halen was in the 70s. Dude, the first album came out in 1978. Man. You're too young. Y'all, you're only like a year younger than me. <laughs> what am I talking about? I was going to say, sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> Yet, here's me doing the Casey Kasem impression that only like one person will understand. I, I know who Casey Kasem is. That makes us both really old. I know, but like most people don't know he had like the whole radio station thing and america's top 40 yeah almost said america's got talent (laughs) (laughs) he's like the he was like the precursor to ryan seacrest you never make that comparison (laughs) ryan seacrest will never be casey Kasem. i'm I'm just saying he was shaggy he was shaggy he was shaggy on (laughs) scooby-doo you take that back sir i don't i know wait so he was he was shaggy on scooby-doo casey Kasem. yep oh i didn't know that what no my mind exploded I feel exploded. like that's happened the last couple of weeks where there's shit I, I didn't know or I haven't seen this movie or that movie and you're just you're in disbelief. It just makes me feel old. 
<laughs> I don't understand why. I you're know, you're like, younger than me. It's I like, know, it's but just it makes, me not being up on shit. That's but, all. But I, it's it's weird because like no. I have the brain of like someone from 1960. All right, well, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings. I haven't seen. I have only seen the first Matrix movie while I was half awake. Whoa. I've let me see what else I haven't seen. Um, what was name of some other really famous movies from the last? 20. Have you seen Rush Hour? Uh, parts. Okay, I'm giving you homework while I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch Rush Hour. You have, no, you have to watch all of these movies and understand all of these. That's, pop a lot, that's like references. over twelve hours of movies. Okay, you don't have to watch Lord of the Rings. Um, I don't, I'd rather watch Lord of the Rings than The Matrix, to be honest. Okay, watch that. You can watch watch Rush Hour one and two. Three was kind of mm-hmm. the Back to the Future three of Rush Hour. <laughs> was it a western? No, it was just Chris Tucker got fat. Oh. And the jokes were basically replayed from Rush, Rush Hour 1 and 2. Right. Yet they're making a 4. Hmm. I don't know why. Meanwhile, Owen Wilson's sitting over there like, wow, when are they going to make a Shanghai Nights 3? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I haven't seen any of those movies he's been in either. Owen Wilson, like Step were- Brothers or... Dumb and Dumber or any of that. I haven't seen any of those movies. Wait, I don't think Owen Wilson was in Dumb and Dumber. Well, I for some reason I just thought of him. <laughs> I don't know why. I looks seen... like the yeah, it looks like him. Um, don't watch the reboot where it's the younger versions of them because it's not Jim Carrey. See, I, this is where I am the old man because I'm really into like old movies from like the six, the the forties, fifties, and sixties. Like I, 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 I like you know you probably haven't seen the Third Man with Orson Welles in it, have you? No, but I, I know all the references to it. I think so. The third, well, yeah. The, the, here's the thing. He 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 learned all this shit from Family Guy. Well, no, not not <laughs> even Family Guy. Like oh, The Simpsons. Not even The Simpsons. There was a show back in the '90s before before The Simpsons was really popular called The Critic with John Lovitz. Oh right. And that's where I got all of or a lot of my old references from. Yeah. Because they would just parody like classic movies and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. So I know like. I don't even. What was the other one? Alien, the one where it like busts out of the dude's chest. Yeah, yeah. All of that. I think wasn't that the movie? I haven't seen it, but John Hurt was in that film, I believe. Oh. Dang, young John Hurt. Oh, that's it. Did you hear? Did you get the link I sent earlier? Matt Smith is going oh, yeah. to be in Star Wars Episode Nine. I saw that. So Matt Smith is in in this movie. Carrie Russell's in this movie. Richard E. Grant is in this movie, and returning Lando Calrissian. I didn't read that part. Yeah, no, that all and um. No, the Lando. The Billy D. Williams. The Lando. He's gonna be in it. Not Donald Glover in in like an aged costume. No, it's 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 Billy D. Williams. It's Lando Calrissian. Did it Lando die? He's alive. Where the hell's he been? I don't know. He he got typecast and couldn't find work. I don't know. Oh God, That's he just... got he got typecast or kept getting mistaken for Apollo Creed. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's it it. But I'm I'm really excited for this movie though because I've been saying when they announced Episode Seven, I was like, oh, I I just want to see Matt Smith and David Tennant in lightsaber wars. <laughs> and then and uh, we didn't get that, but at least we're getting Matt Smith in Star Wars now. So I'm gonna have to watch the Han Solo movie to understand the Don, not the Donald Glover, to understand. I don't the know, Lando references. No, I don't know. I, I I don't know if it's gonna connect or not. I mean, it technically should, 
because that should be a watch along we do we should watch the han solo movie together because i haven't seen it i've heard it's i heard it was just so bad that people well i heard there's some people i know that liked it i feel like those are the star wars apologists though i don't feel like i don't know i think there's people that are just over analyzing shit that's me personally i feel like i don't know i don't know i don't know how i'm gonna feel about this movie but if the story can somehow connect and there are references back here's the thing a lot of the star wars hate that gets me is i feel like this is the fan base that wants something so specific so overly like to the point of like down star wars fans are worse than wrestling fans well this is also the fan base that caused one of the actors from the most recent one to delete her instagram yeah no that was that i that's just a a, a bridge too far well what can you expect most most fan bases can get super toxic. It, it, it's true. I mean, that's the, the downfall of the of the internet age right there. The other problem, too, is they can either get really toxic or really, really thirsty. Yeah. And it's, 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 um. When you're both, it sucks. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you, you were telling me about some stuff. You saw it. But, by the way, I'm going to do my, be, do my best to go to CEO next year. Nice. And we're going to have a grand old time <laughs> be like hey kenny remember me and then i'll be like kenny omega my hero and then he'll be like all right rj never bring this kid here ever again <laughs> i'll be like my bad dude <laughs> my bad unless he's gone by then don't stalk kenny omega no no Please he's do not no he's not so um actually here's something i came up with this would this would be this would blow people's minds but it's not going to now because i'm putting it out in the ether and people are going to think about it uh-oh <clears throat> so this this whole you know they keep bringing the shield back and it's getting old but what if it's not getting old in my heart well what if they turned on roman reigns and revealed a new leader of the shield and he took off the mask and it's kenny omega oh i'd be so i'd be on board with that i'd be like screw it <laughs> i mean wouldn't that be like the the greatest thing the, the like oh my god <laughs> well now i'm picturing though the terrible reveal when diamond out diamond dallas page debuted on ww don't compare that <laughs> well no just the, the the epic like face mask reveal <laughs> yeah he's just like in the middle of the ring it's like who is it and then you hear jr who is this mysterious man by god by god it's <laughs> kenny omega it's kenny omega king <laughs> look at that <laughs> no it's it, unfortunately it's gonna be it's gonna be michael cole and coachman and well no Ke- uh, 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 Corey graves will spin it well <laughs> oh my god it's kenny omega <laughs> Oh my goodness, the New Japan Pro Wrestling IWGP Champion, Kenny Omega, for you kids that don't know who that is. <laughs> no, they'll do the reveal in like Chicago or Philadelphia and make sure it gets the maximum pop. Or they're just like buffering crowd noise again. No, no, he's, he's, he's getting huge. If AJ in 2016 got that pop, Kenny... Omega is going to get a massive pop. I think it has to be the right demographic in that crowd then. You know, it's it's going to it's going to work, trust me. It's going to work. I don't think I've seen any teens under I saw some 12-year-old kid with a Young Bucks shirt on the other day. Nice. Okay. And I don't know if that's just him buying shirts at Hot Topic or if he like legit is into it, but Well, we do know that there are some kids that buy stuff and they think band names are like brands. Yeah. <laughs> like who was it? There was some there was some girl wearing this band shirt and like 
the lead singer went up to her and was like, hey, I like your shirt. She's like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> she didn't know who he she was. She didn't realize, yeah, she didn't know who it was. She just thought it was like a brand name. Or... Yeah. Oh, my God. On a weird note, I learned how to do that stupid preteen thing. I, I know how to do the floss dance now. I don't even know what that is. You ever play Fortnite? No, I don't play Fortnite. Okay. So you probably seen this dance somewhere. It's like the weirdest trend. RJ's going to get up and dance. I don't know why. Oh, there goes my mic. I'm going to attempt it. Don't unplug the... I know, right? I'm going to attempt to do a dance while I'm plugged into like so many different wires. Okay, so it's like... Eh... Uh, uh, I think uh, I've seen that before. Yeah, the floss dance. Dude, that looks like a lame fucking like that. That's like our parents doing the like what the wave or something like that. It's that, and then like this like little hype thing where like the leg, they're like fist pumping and their leg is like twitching. Everything's everything's reverting back. It's like you know the dances. You know what what is it the uh, the one where you hold your nose and go down from the nineteen fifty. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're reverting back to that now. It's been so long that enough generations have go by, have gone by that those kids, that that's like almost their great grandparents' age now. They don't know that that ever happened, and shit's going, shit's just coming back around. So that means that this is totally gonna be relevant again. Oh, play, damn you, play, damn you. Hi, kids. Casey Kasem here. We're going to be playing Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice. And then, a little later, we're going to play some Post Malone. And after that, don't forget to get your rock and roll fix in with some Nirvana. Casey Kasem, here for America's Top 40. D's nuts. <laughs> what? Alright, that, that was a little juvenile. Yes. Alright, I want to talk about All In for two minutes before we have to go. <laughs> Let's talk about All In. Let's go. So, this weekend, it's finally happening. The biggest independent wrestling show Is it really ever. this weekend? It's it's on Saturday. I thought it was the 7th or 8th or 9th. No, it's the 1st. No. Yes. I'm leaving before All In. No. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was kind of bummed because I wanted you to come over and watch it with me. No. <laughs> but anyway, so it's this weekend. It's got a really interesting card. The, um... I'm gonna. The main event is a Dream Six Man Tag match. It's Kota Ibushi and the Young Bucks versus Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and I believe the man's name is Bandito. He's a he's a luchador. But anyway, that, that match is gonna be insane. We've got Kenny Omega against Pentagon Junior, which is a matchup that's never happened before. That's gonna be cool. Uh, Hangman Page versus Joey Janela, which should be interesting. Marty Skrull versus Kazuchika Okada. Oh, that's different. I'm looking forward to it. Um, the over-budget battle royal, <laughs> the winner <laughs> of which will get a title shot later in the night against Ring of Honor World Champion Jay Lethal, who is teasing the return of Black Machismo. Dude, he better do it. He so, better do it. We also have two things. So, of course, there's been the talk of, you know, people wondering, is CM Punk going to show up? I don't know. But the the one I'm 90% sure of now is it's been announced that Neville has been released from his WWE contract. There is no, if there was a no-compete clause for a certain amount of time, it has passed. He is more than likely going to show up. That's going to be sick. And they're probably going to work him into some match they i think they should give him a match they should just put him in something 
you know, um, Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks is currently at home with a really horrible flu. Mm-hmm. And he'll most likely make it. But if some for some reason he doesn't, you could stick Neville into that six man with, with Matt and Kota Ibushi. And then Nick just comes in and, like, sits there at ringside. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> I mean. Oh, go, guys, go. I'll lift up for a super kick. <laughs> <laughs> I can lift up my leg. That's Enough for can... one super kick. And then he falls over. Yeah. All right, back to bed. No, what? No, actually, what I want, I think, because there was rumors whether Ray was going to be able to work this show or not, mm-hmm. because he's signing with WWE again. Boo. But I guess they're going to let him work this show. Uh, but if he wasn't able to work this show, what I would have done is pull Pentagon Junior out of of um, the main event, put him in the six man, and the new main event would be Neville against Kenny Omega. Dude, which would be? Can you imagine Neville, who's a very I mean, I know he, I mean, he's, he's awesome. I've only seen, I remember when he was in TNA for a little bit, he was Adrian Neville then. Mm-hmm. Um, the little I've seen of him when he was stuck on 205 Live, I was just like, this guy's fucking awesome. Why are they holding him in this, this horrible prison that is 205 Live? <laughs> and then he walked out rightfully because he didn't want a job to Enzo Amore. And he was right because Enzo yeah. is gone now. Good, good, uh, good call. Good call. Um, but he was he was trapped for a year. They froze his contract. He couldn't work anywhere else. He's been sitting at home for a year, and now he's free. So I can't imagine the adrenaline rush that man would have walking down that ramp in front of 10,000 people to have his first match in a year against Kenny Omega. Can you imagine, like, oh. how hyped and motivated he would be? It would be like the equivalent of a guy drinking 10 cups of Cuban coffee, oh. just slapping himself in the face. Let's go, motherfucker! Let's go! That's Is that how- what Cuban coffee does to you? Well, from the Cuban people I know, it's it makes it's so strong it gives you heart palpitations. Donde esta los cubanos? It, it's it's it, it's really intense. Where do I get me some of this Cuban coffee? I don't know. You're gonna be in New Jersey. You probably won't be able to find it. Well, maybe you will. I don't know. <laughs> Is it banned? Like Cuban cigars are banned here? No, no, no. You can. I don't know. I'll I'll text I'll text my Cuban friend and ask her about how, where how and where you can get it. Damn, I was going to say, is your Cuban friend Ricky Ricardo? No. Damn. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, uh, she, she's married to one of our listeners. So. Oh, that's right. Okay. I know who this is. Yes, you know who this is. We'll see. You got some splaining to do. <laughs> it's not Ricky Ricardo. But I, I, I want I, it to be. I saw some clip of uh, Lucio Ball saying that he was a loser. And Did she they regret- like hate each other eventually? Well, they were they were married and re- they were legit married for a while, right? Yeah, but then they thought they got divorced. Yeah, they got divorced and then they ended up hating each other. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. It's unfortunate when that happens. But how do we keep going back to like these fifties and sixties? I don't know things? what the fuck is going on with this show. It's the time warp, the twilight zone, or something. I don't know. I, I'm not going to bring up Unsolved Mysteries again. No, we're not bringing up twi- Unsolved... Un- blah, blah, blah. We're not bringing up Unsolved Mysteries. Wah, 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 wah. Yes. 1962. The return of Casey Kasem. You are entering the zone. The Twilight Zone. Where we're making old references from the 1960s <laughs> and 70s and possibly 80s. Wait a minute. Meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice. <laughs> Did you know I, that the, the original announcer used to be the guy from Caddyshack? Really? Yeah. So I guess there, uh, there's a comedian, Frank Caliendo, that talked about it. He's like, yeah, if you watch the really old versions of the Super Friends, 
it's not meanwhile in the hall of justice it's meanwhile in the hall of justice <laughs> the, the caddyshack guy the more you know see this is an educational program yes i keep saying that now god damn it you damn. know it's, it's a shame you're going to be gone for the next few weeks because i'm gonna have my uh my folks they're going to be in oregon i'm gonna have the entire house to myself we could have recorded downstairs at the big table party would have been, really, been really cool and everything but oh well early september seems to be a time where if you're not in school or you know or i mean if if you have a certain type of job you're you're gone it's just i know a lot of people that are out of town stay in school kids <laughs> stay in school so you don't have to try well there's some kids that are probably like oh, i want to travel okay don't stay in school i don't know just no no plan your life accordingly that's all i mean i stayed in school and now i'm traveling but then there's other people that didn't stay in school and they're also traveling so moral of the story travel <laughs> yes travel travel america um so anyway i want i just wanted to say uh all in's gonna be awesome i'm really looking forward to it i'm gonna get it on pay-per-view because i couldn't get a ticket to go to the fucking event because I, and i really wanted to go i'm sorry my friends actually got tickets yeah i heard about that yeah Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, I kind of wanted to talk about Wizard World, even though I was yeah. not here for that. My friends, Too Sweet Cosplay, is their too Facebook... Too Sweet! Dun, dun, dun. Too Sweet! It's their uh, Facebook page, Too Sweet Cosplay. Um, they have meetups with wrestling fans, cosplay wrestling fans as well. And their booth had some really very interesting and notable visitors this year at Wizard World. Alexa Bliss stop by Wait, alexa bliss really not alexa bliss velvet sky velvet sky i was gonna say that's i was like someone who is blonde <laughs> i can't remember yes velvet sky also has a very nice uh oh let's keep going billy gun <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it seemed like a good time uh, you can check out their facebook page andy you owe me for plugging your cosplay group just kidding yes. <laughs> no but yeah i feel like next con I need to definitely take you there and introduce you to those guys. Yeah, I'd ladies. like to I'd like to I'd like to meet them. Definitely have some good conversations. Maybe we could have them on the show oh, and do some awesome. kind of wrestling segments. I would. Speaking of which, while you're gone, I'm going to attempt to do at least a couple solo shows. This is going to be while RJ is away. Chris plays. That sounds really dirty. No, I'm going to be talking about wrestling. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to, I'll, maybe I'll mention some other stuff, but I'm going to review. Uh, New Japan has a bunch of shows coming up. Maybe I'll do a review of All In. Maybe I'll, uh, there's a couple New Japan shows coming up, and I might do some reviews on them. Or might, I might talk about other things. I'm going to see how I can do without somebody else to bounce ideas off of. Maybe it'll be terrible. Maybe it'll be great. We don't know. We can only find out once the time comes. Also, special giveaway. If you've made it this far into the podcast, we'd like to reward one of our wonderful, lovely viewers from our sponsor, Fanatics. They're not actually our sponsor. I knew you were going to do that. I knew. <laughs> I was just thinking, here's another RJ sponsor. Hey, you know what? If, you, if you're listening right now and you're the first one to claim this code, you can get 25% off your Fanatics purchase. Just go to www.fanatics.com and enter this coupon code for 25% off. XQ1V6Q7RW. It's like I'm calling out bingo here. <laughs> Once again, if you are the first person to claim this coupon, XQ1V67 
Nope, I lied. I screwed it up. You know what? It's just going to go in the description. Read the damn number. It's going to be in the... This is harder than it looks. Gosh, gosh, Bobby, just read the damn number. All right. Well, if you go to fanatics.com, get this coupon code, 25% off your purchase. It's in the description. Well, we'll is that your is that your Bobby Hill impression? I don't know what that was. It was supposed to be Casey Kasem, but then I had my throat was getting dry, and fanatics.com. <laughs> it's if you don't know what it is, it's actually sports related. You can get your jerseys, hoodies, socks, hats, any sport apparel, especially with NFL preseason coming to an end, regular season coming up, NBA season coming up somewhat. Yeah, MLB coming to a close. NHL coming up. MLS, nobody really knows, but it's there somewhere. It's there. It's, it's somewhere it's over the, the rainbow. Somewhere. The WNBA season is, I think, over or coming to a close. Closing time. How many other sports do we have in America that uh, people would want to know about? Did you mention the NHL? Yes. Okay. Did you mention the MLB? Yes. Okay. You've got them all. Fanatics.com. First, ask dad or mom if you're under 18. Get that last marketing jersey before RJ buys it. 